I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people truly believe the world revolves around them and that nobody else matters. Guys, I hope you're having a great day today. And it's about to get better because entitled idiots are accidentally getting their husbands arrested. Karens are getting ticketed when calling police for help. One guy destroys his own freaking life. It's going to be such a good one today. Subscribe if you haven't. And the email link is going to be posted in the description so you could submit your super entitled stories just like this one that comes from Anne that says, Right out of high school, I was working for a big box retailer where I found out entitled Karens love to shop. I'd only been working there a couple of weeks when I saw this happen. I was working as a cashier, and this little old lady, who's around 80, comes up with her items. She had quite a few of them. She was walking with a walker and moving pretty slowly. We had just opened the doors for the day, so it was around 7am, and there was only two of us, so pretty barebone stuff. The rest of the staff would be in about an hour later, and this lady had been waiting at the door when we got there. Just as she finished putting her items on the counter, this guy in a business suit comes up to the counter and asked me if I could ring him up really quickly, as he was in a real rush. I tell him that was up to the old lady, who had just finished unloading her cart. She said no, she was late for an appointment herself and he would have to wait. He then cut her off and instructed me to ring him up right then and there, and I said no. He then told me to get another cashier up front right this damn minute. I told him the only other person working the store at the moment was the receiving guy and he was unloading the truck and couldn't use the registers anyway. I was the only cashier and would be until 8am. The man then gets really irate, saying he's gonna call the manager, etc, 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 and he kept raising his voice until he was almost screaming. The other customers started to gather to watch. When he finally got to the question of, Don't you know who I am? The little old lady yells back at him and says, Yes, you're an a-hole, so shut the F up before I ram this walker where the sun don't shine. She also said some other very choice words to him, but it's inappropriate to post here. The man was just shocked by the lady. He was also embarrassed. So embarrassed that he left his stuff in the basket, dropped it on the floor, and left. It turns out, this little old lady was in the Marine Corps Women's Reserve during the Second World War. She had been married to a USMC drill sergeant, and her two kids also became USMC drill sergeants. She didn't take crap from anybody. (laughs) Guys, the stupid thing is, in the time it took for him to make a complete fool of himself, Opie could have probably finished ringing her up and moved on to him. And I love how she put him in his place when he said the words, Don't you know who I am? I freaking hate that. No, nobody knows who you are, and we don't care who you are. Like, has that ever worked on anybody? Okay, so I used to work for a car rental company. I won't say which, but the name accurately describes the employee's daily experience working for them. And it kind of rhymes with... Blurts. During my time, the company continuously changed policies regarding debit cards for rentals because of the large amount of fraudulent transactions associated with them. 
Now, this caused much drama with the customers, in particular with return customers, who hadn't been in since the policy change. Around the end of each school year, many people rent minivans or SUVs to pick up their kid and a bunch of stuff from the college. I had one such customer who did not qualify for the rental vehicle she reserved. Per my training, I was not allowed to rent anything larger than a sedan, because she did not have a credit card. When I informed her that I could only give her a Hyundai Elantra, she became enraged. She stated that the previous year, she was able to rent a minivan under a debit card, and I informed her that the policy had changed since then. She refused to acknowledge that I was doing my job properly. I repeated the company policy many times, and I did my best to inform her that I was doing the best I could with the current situation. She refused any attempt I made to placate her. My manager eventually stepped in, and he broke down and did the rental for an SUV against company policy. The entitled Karen then smirks at me and pushes a stack of post-it notes that was on the counter in front of me. She then says, You should not be in customer service and I'm going to report you to corporate. I don't want you working here ever again and I want you to write your name on this piece of paper. Without missing a beat, I took the pad and wrote the words, Your Name, on the top sheet, then ripped it off and handed it to her. Apparently she didn't notice until she was in the parking lot with my manager and her husband to inspect the vehicle. When my manager comes back in the office, he said, So her husband wants me to write you up because you didn't give them your real name. They want me to fire you since you're not taking your job seriously. He then starts laughing and says, But I'm not going to do anything because you followed the company policy and you did exactly what she asked you to do. The woman ended up leaving a horrible review and it tanked our bonus for that quarter, but it was totally worth it to put that rude, entitled woman in her place. Guys, I almost wish the manager told her to leave because I hate when rude customers get what they want. Like the fact that she won because she caused enough of a scene to get the manager to go against company policy is helping her evolve into a much more mega entitled Karen. I'm a 29 year old female and I don't have any kids, but I do have my younger sister who's 16 living with me for around 10 years now and we have a trampoline still in our back garden from when she was younger. My neighbor on the left of me has four kids, and she moved in a year ago. Two weeks ago, we started getting really good weather, so the kids have been out playing constantly. Not an issue. They asked if I could let the kids use the trampoline one day. So I was like, sure, but only for a bit, because I do have friends coming over for some drinks. 7pm comes around, and I ask them to go home, because my five friends have shown up, and we're gonna be drinking. Cue the crying and they leave the garden upset, but hey, that's not my issue. They've been on it for about three hours at this point. Their mom then pops her head out of the window and asks if they can stay in the garden longer. I'm thinking, um, no, I'm not your babysitter. I tell her no and she's annoyed but drops it. So last week, I come home from some shopping and to my surprise, I find four of the kids in the garden, plus their younger cousin. I ask them to leave, tell them they can't come into my garden without me there, and they didn't even ask. The kids refuse to leave, so I shout at their mom and tell her to get them out of the garden. She says, let them play for a bit. You don't even use it. And again I think, okay, but still, it's not your garden. Eventually we do get into an argument, and they leave. She's pissed off and shouting that I'm being a Karen, and I should let them in and play whenever they want. I tell her not to ask again, because the answer is going to be no. Now this happened again the day after. All four kids, plus their cousin, waited until I moved my car from the drive, and headed straight into the garden. So I wake up this morning. I've since put a lock on the trampoline, just a small one on the mesh safety enclosure, to stop them from opening it, because I'm petty. 
My neighbor decides that at 9 a.m. this morning, her kids are being fired straight out of that house with breakfast bars and a bottle of water, and they head straight into my garden again. I can hear them from my window, and I look out and tell them to leave. By the time I get downstairs, the mom has descended from her house, and she's trying to climb the fence between our gardens, shouting about how I used to let them use it, and she's gonna call the police. Okay, great, you do that, and I'll be sure to show them the ring camera footage, which coincidentally has footage of your husband picking the lock open, so your brats can use my trampoline. So long story short, the entitled mother sends her kids into my garden repeatedly, after being told not to. She then calls police on me for harassment and hitting her kids, and ends up getting her own husband arrested for theft, housebreaking, and criminal damage. Guys, talk about a plan absolutely backfiring on them, right? Like guys, if you're gonna call the police, make sure you haven't committed any crimes yourself, as the Karen in this next story learns as well. Okay, so I have a highly specific job that usually sends me to construction sites, where I would then just watch diggers loading trucks. Now of course it's more complicated than this, but that's not important for the story. My company is usually hired by the owner of the site, not the company which is actually building there. Because of this, I only have to work with the workers there, and I'm not required to do anything else. So on to the story. I was sent to a construction site in the city with very few parking spaces around. Because of this, the company building there had a deal with the city to declare parking alongside the road that's usually used for parking to become a no-parking zone. This is so they can store some of the stuff there, and they had signs up to make this clear. Now, it was summer at the time, and it was pretty hot. The operator of the digger and I were the only people on site through lunchtime, when some lady shouts at me to come to the entrance of the construction site. I had set myself up in pretty much the only piece of shadow on the whole site, and I wasn't in the mood to leave that spot. So I shout back at her to tell me what she wants. It turns out she had parked in the no parking zone and hadn't noticed that the workers had set up a movable fence to surround that zone, to store their tools, to prevent theft. So her car, a Porsche, was almost boxed in as two-thirds of her car were in the no parking zone. She's still shouting at me, so after seeing what's going on, I get interested and move on. I get to her covered in dust, taking my time moving up to her. The woman was in her 40s, maybe, and wore high heels and a nice dress. Typical businesswoman. The whole time, she was shouting to me to speed up and move faster, as she's in a hurry. So finally, I'm in front of her, and Karen says, Finally! That took you ages! Now you go move that damn fence, so I can pull out of there. Are you guys stupid? Why would you box me in? Hearing that, I turn around slowly to look at her car. It would have been easy for me, and even herself, to move the fence to let herself out. But she was pushy, and she wasn't very nice, and I wasn't obligated to help her. I say to her, sorry, I'm not gonna do that. She says, what? Why would you say that? Let me out, idiot. I tell her because I can't. I said that, standing in front of her, covered in dust, wearing my high visibility vest and my hard hat. And that left her speechless for a moment, and then all hell breaks loose. The woman accuses me of lying, saying she's gonna get me fired, she's gonna call police because it's theft, and how she knew the mayor and all kinds of things. I just stood there pretty amused on the inside, just like the operator in his digger who was laughing so loud that I could almost hear him over the screeching. Now while it was amusing see her go off at this point, I was pretty pissed too, because I can only imagine how this entitled brat was speaking to people that she actually had power over. So while she was still in her tirade, two policemen turned the corner. She must have noticed the grin on my face because she abruptly turned around, saw the two approaching her car, 
and she screams, Finally! Someone who can help me! Tell this idiot to move the fence so I can pull out! The two policemen looked at her and then looked at her car and finally at me. One of them walks to the vehicle and the other approaches me and says, Hey, what's going on here? I tell him she's demanding that I let her out of the no parking zone, but I don't have the authority to do that. The policeman understood very fast, as no parking zones are pretty common in the city. He then walks over to his colleague who is the target of the woman now, and he said a few words to him. He then pulls out a small book and began writing a ticket. Only then, it dawned on the lady that she was in trouble. She kept shouting that she did nothing wrong because she was boxed in, and she wouldn't be in the no parking zone if I would let her pull out of the parking zone. To which the officer tells her, Ma'am, you're clearly parked in a no parking zone. Here's your ticket. The officer then hands her the ticket and moved the fence to let her out. She was standing there a few seconds with the ticket in hands, speechless. She then gets in the car, giving me the stink eye, and she drove off. I tipped my hard hat when the two policemen continued their walk, and went back to tell the operator of the digger what happened. We had a good laugh after all. Guys, some people are just too darn silly, right? Yeah, I'm just gonna park in a no parking zone and then complain to police that I've been trapped. How did she think that was a good idea at all? A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So this story took place in the mid-1990s, so I am a bit fuzzy on specific details. And of course, names have been changed to protect the innocent, as well as the guilty. So on to the story. Back in my 20s, I worked at a local hardware store that was just down the street from the city university, where I ended up being promoted to store manager. This was my college job. I had a small staff that included several other students. In particular, a young lady cashier named Maria who aside from being an employee, was also the girlfriend and friend of a classmate of mine, who happened to be the manager of the barbecue restaurant in the same strip mall with us, so I kind of looked out for her. She was the sort of young lady who drew attention from her looks and her figure. She tended to receive unwanted advances from random customers, and this was typically dealt with by a passing comment of, this is not a dating service, from me to the cashier. We had already worked this out, I wasn't getting after her, I was giving her an escape route. In this shop, the cashier station was basically a booth with two cash registers just at the front of the store and the break rooms in the back room and you have to walk through the paint department to get to the break room. At her break time, Maria was walking to the break room to relax and to break out her books for class. I was making my rounds through the store, checking inventories, etc. when I heard a polite excuse me, then some muffled words I could hear and then a more irritated excuse me? Not the kind like 
please let me pass, but more like what the actual F did you just say to me? This was followed by, in quick succession, a scream, loud oof noise like someone got the wind knocked out of them, a scuffle, thud, and a loud crack, and then a lot of screaming. I and our floor salesman ran back to find a guy who we'll call Grabby, laying on the floor, gripping his arm, and yelling how Maria had just assaulted him, and to call the paramedics and call the cops, as he wants her in jail. Meanwhile, Maria was in shock. She was just repeating, Oh my goodness, I hurt him. Please don't fire me. I asked my salesman to call 911 and tend to the guy on the floor. I took Maria back to the office and had her lay out the story for me, knowing that I couldn't capture audio, but I did have a very good video of the patent department as it was a high theft and shoplifting area. The story being in a strip mall with a popular barbecue joint next door happened to have police officers having lunch. So the police responded before the salesman could even hang up the phone. Officer 1 was sent back to the office to interview me and Maria. He pulled Maria aside and asked her side of the story. So Mr. Grabby apparently wanted something from her. And apparently as she was trying to get by him in the aisle to go on break, he blocked her way and muttered to her in a threatening way that he was going to intimately assault her after work. Which apparently prompted the louder and annoyed, Excuse me? He then proceeded to rather forcefully grab her chest and that's when she grabbed his wrist and put him on the ground, where she then heard something break. As soon as the guy got his breath back, he starts screaming in pain. She then turned, so her back was to me and she pulled up her top and bra slightly to reveal where his grip had been. He had clearly left some marks on her. Officer 1 had her sit down and then proceeded to take my side of the story. I explained the story as I knew it, what I heard, what I saw, and then I showed him the videotape evidence. And sure enough, you could clearly see the guy lean in, her face sort of crinkles in an annoyed expression, the guy grab, and then the flip. She was clearly in self-defense. At this point, the paramedics were working on the guy, and they assumed a concussion, since he had a large lump on his head where he hit the floor. And his arm, the one he grabbed her with, was broken. Apparently, he came down on the tiled concrete floor pretty badly. That's when Officer 2 comes in to report to Officer 1, who I guess was the higher ranking. He then says that Grabby said that she grabbed him out of the blue and just flipped him and broke his arm, because he wouldn't get out of her way fast enough. So long story short, he ends up escorted to the hospital by police to get his arm set, and then he got arrested for intimate assault, battery, and giving a false police report. And the fallout for Grabby was he was charged and convicted on all counts through a plea deal. He never went to court, as the evidence was pretty overwhelming. He was banned for life from that store, fired from his job at the university, placed on the offender registry, and ended up divorced as his wife was not too happy about what he did. Now I might have left out one critical detail here, somewhat intentionally. Maria was a physical education major, and she had a black belt. All I can say is bravo Maria. What a way to learn a lesson, hey? Broken arm, possible concussion, losing your career, and a divorce. All because Grabby McGrabby couldn't keep his hands to himself. I live in an apartment building that comes with one spot in the parking garage. My spot is the closest to the elevator. Two weeks ago, the apartment manager comes to talk to me and asked if I'd be willing to give up my spot since a disabled woman was moving in. I said sure, I would be happy to switch spaces. He then said that I misunderstood. He was asking me to give up my space in the garage entirely. He explained that she used a van with a powered ramp, that she would need at least two spaces to use it. I told him I wouldn't give up my space. I pointed out to him that the parking spot was a part of my lease. 
So last week I came home, and there was a large van with disabled plates parked next to my spot. I pulled in, parking as far away from it as I could. The next day, I get a call from a woman at about 7.30am. She said she was the owner of the van, and she needs me to move my car. I wasn't happy, I'd still been asleep, but I went down to move my car. She did the same thing the next three days. The next Saturday morning, she calls me at 5.30am, and I told her she had to be kidding. I went down and told her that I normally don't wake up until 8.30am and I'd appreciate it if she didn't call before then. She told me she had plans and to not be a jackass since she's the one disabled, not me. I remind her that I was doing her a favor by coming down. That evening at 5.30pm when I got home from work, the van was parked partially in my space so I couldn't use it. I had her number so I called. When she picked up the phone, she said something snarky like, Isn't it annoying to have to wait on someone? I told her the difference was I could have her towed if she wasn't down here in 5 minutes, and I would. She told me I wouldn't dare, and then hung up on me. I waited 5 minutes and then called the tow company. It took the company about 30 minutes to get there and tow the car from my space. She never came down. She then calls me at 6.30. I picked up and she starts screaming, throwing every swear in the book at me, and I just hung up on her. She then calls back, still screaming. I hung up again. About 30 minutes later, I get a knock on the door and she and the apartment manager is there. The woman asked me what the heck I was thinking having her van towed. I tell her that's what I'm supposed to do if my space is blocked, and I did warn her first. The apartment manager said we needed to come to a compromise. I said I don't need to come to a compromise. According to my lease, I'm entitled to a parking spot, and I never agreed to be woken up early every day, and I certainly never agreed to give up my spot entirely. She said that she was promised a spot that she could use, and what was she supposed to do? I told her that she needs to work that out with him, pointing to my apartment manager, and to leave me out of it. I'm done running every time she calls. She called me an a-hole, and they left. I do feel bad. There's no extra spots, it's one per apartment, and this isn't her fault, but it's not mine either. So am I the a-hole for not making more of an effort to help? Now I personally don't think that OP's the a-hole at all, but the apartment manager kind of is, because he made a promise he couldn't keep, and he's pushing the problem off onto OP and making it OP's issue. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. If you did, hit that thumbs up. And if you missed yesterday's episode on the channel, a super entitled Karen grabs OP in a supermarket and basically nukes her life. She loses her kids, loses everything. It's such a crazy story, so go check it out if you haven't. And myself and Stevie Boy will see you guys in the next one. We love you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.